0: When I think about Jesus, he was not someone who just glossed over things or pretended like there wasn't a conflict, but he also didn't engage in fruitless conflicts, which I think is really important. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson,
1: and Holly Girth, writers and real-life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected.
2: So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together.
1: Hey, More Than Small Talk friends. We're so glad you're with us this week. And we are kicking off a new series about loving like Jesus. I think that's a question a lot of us are asking right now. How do I love like Jesus in our crazy world? (laughs) And we have called for backup. We have (laughs) a special guest with us that you have heard from before. So Susie, will you tell us about Richard Eller? I think you know a thing or two about him.
0: I do. Richard (laughs) Eller is a man that I both love and like. At the same time, he is a counselor at the Joshua Center, which is here in our area of the world and works with couples. He works with children, a lot of kiddos. And I've also been married to him for a really long time. So like I I truly, I truly know the core of this human that is with us today. And it's, it's someone that I both love and respect. And so thanks for being with us, Richard.
3: Happy to be here.
0: Yeah. So I, so we were walking in the door this morning. We came in giggling because it's raining outside. And I handed him an umbrella that I thought I had closed. I had not. It just <laughs> flapped open right in his face. So I said, like, welcome to more than <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. This
0: is how it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to jump right in with a confession question. What do you do when someone totally disagrees with you about
2: something? What is your natural reaction to that? The natural reaction in the past was to defend or to get them to see my side. Okay. Now it's just to listen because I'm probably not going to change their mind.
1: Okay.
0: And that has
2: to be okay with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's good.
1: I would say I immediately start feeling a lot of anxiety yeah. because I hate conflict. Yeah. And that level of disagreement always feels like conflict to me. And so I feel a lot of anxiety. And then my natural tendency is to shut down. Yeah. Like, okay, how do I just pacify this person? How can I get out of here? Fight or flight (laughs) kicks in. So that is, that's my natural response.
0: Yeah. I think it depends on the situation. Like if it's somebody really close to me, I feel like I want to listen. Like I want to hear what they have to say. And I gotta be gut honest when it's on some place like social media. And I still might really know the person well, but my instinct is to is to come back and be like, What you thinking there? You know, what what are you thinking? Or or to just present a different side and and it has never helped. It has that has mm-hmm. never been a good policy for me. So what about yeah. you, Richard?
3: Well, for me, like personally. Yeah. I make an effort to try to hear what you they're do. saying. You do. And then weigh that and weigh that with what I believe, what I think. And that doesn't mean I'm going to switch over and think what they think, but I really try hard to think okay, what are they thinking? I mean, where are they coming from with this?
0: Do you think that's the counselor in you?
3: I think and this is long answer. But I think that I'm a counselor because I have that in me. Okay. You know, way back (laughs) in the days before I was a counselor, when I was working all night at a paper mill, we had lots of long talks. Mm. And I was that guy. People would come to me with, you know, you need to understand, you need to, and I would try to hear them. Sometimes people would come to me with, You know, he's saying this and he's saying this. So, Richard, Mm -hmm. could you just, you know, and want me to settle it? Yeah. That's even been a role in my family often. Is to try to settle it. And that's not really something that we can accomplish.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, because that I mean, that sounds really wise, but sometimes that can be unhealthy, too. Yeah. You're the one always placed in that position. Not
3: not very much fun.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So as a counselor, how do we move past our initial trigger or response? Like, it sounds like I go naturally more to flight. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like, get me out of here. I'm scared. And Susie maybe has a little more fight in her. Like, I will engage, you know, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's not in the way I want to. And I think our heart is usually to get to the place you described where... I'm open, I'm present, I'm able to hear and intentionally respond. Mm -hmm. So what can we do to transition from our natural human response to the kind of responsiveness that is helpful in those situations?
3: Okay, so we'll go there. But before we do, I want to talk about just if it's okay, another response. Yeah. That some people have. It might not come up in this talk, but that is fight, flight or. Fawn,
1: mm-hmm. F-A-W- that would be me right here.
3: F-A-W-N, <laughs> and that's, okay, this person totally agrees with me. They're really upset. If I can do everything to please them, if I can meet their needs, if I can change, you know, this thing will settle down and go away. Yeah. And that is also, uh, in my opinion, probably the least healthy response. Hmm. Because the person who disagreed thinks, all right, I convinced them. I'll keep convincing. I'll just double down on how much I argue, uh, how much I disagree and try to get them to believe my point. And then the person who actually tries to people please in order to win the approval. That is a never ending cycle.
1: Yeah, You get
0: very stuck in that. That's really yes. good. I'm
1: glad you added
0: that. Yeah, so three responses.
1: Because yeah. we hardly ever hear about that one, right? It's right. always flight or fight. So flight, yeah. fight, fawn. Yep.
3: Yeah. And I think that we hardly ever hear about it. It doesn't mean we hardly ever see it. Yeah. Right. So then swinging back around to the question that that you originally asked, what is the first move to make? I would encourage you, anytime that comes up and you feel like, okay here's this, they are totally disagreeing with me and I'm disagreeing with them. Okay. To do a, a body check. Yeah. What am I actually feeling right now? You know, because what we're feeling is often not the words Mm -hmm. that we're expressing or the other person's expressing, you know? So am I feeling dismissed right now? Am I feeling less than am I feeling offended to just do a check? And what am I feeling? And that doesn't take long. Practice is good, you know, to do that.
0: I want to just dig into that for a minute. Let's say I do a body check. And like I said, for me, it's very different depending on the situation. If I'm at a table at Thanksgiving, that's very different than seeing something pop up on social media or a random stranger saying something and be like, oh, I totally disagree. Mm -hmm. But when they're in my circle and this is people I love, that man, we're standing on the other side of something and they're adamant. Mm -hmm. And I do a body check and my body check is, man, I hate this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my body check. I hate this. I hate being in this situation. Wish we didn't have to talk about it. So once I do the body check, what's next after that?
3: Okay. A couple of things. One is it depends on what you feel. Yeah. Okay. If you feel your anger rising up, then that means, you know, we're getting ready to have not just a Disagreement and a conflict, but we're getting ready to have an angry conflict.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: You feel your anger rising up. And I know this is way more thinking than we're able to do sometimes on the run
0: Mm -hmm.
3: in the moment. Yeah. But, okay, I'm feeling angry. Where's that coming from? We'll just use one example. I'm feeling angry because they're totally dismissing. They're not considering at all what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Or what you believe.
3: Or what you believe.
0: Yeah.
3: And then just have that body. Okay. That's where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. Just to know that is valuable. Okay. And then next step is where are they coming from? You know, I'm talking about somebody within the circle.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: Not the person on social media. But the person within our circle, Mm -hmm. there's connection or they wouldn't be in our circle. Right. Okay. So think about what are they really feeling right now? Yeah. For whatever reason, he thinks he's got to get his point across. And then part of this is, is what's the goal? Are we wanting to resolve this or are we wanting to de escalate? And if we want to de escalate, Calm the situation down. Let's don't have this argument at Thanksgiving dinner. Then to say, I can see that you're really passionate about that. That makes sense. You know, that you feel like you do. I mean, it's a really big deal to you. And then the theory being, and this is theory, understand it doesn't always work. The theory being, okay. Richard understands that I'm really passionate about this. This is a really serious deal. Okay. I don't need to convince him anymore. He understands. Doesn't mean Richard agrees. But if Richard understands, that helps with the de escalation.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So, what about for the other two responses? If I'm so scared, I'm just like, I'm leaving the table and going to the bathroom and coming (laughs) Mm -hmm. out maybe tomorrow. (laughs) You know, how do you calm yourself enough to even be able to stay present in the moment and think clearly and respond and say the words that you just said. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're having the opposite, instead of, sort of moving outward with your energy toward the other person mm-hmm. if you're moving inward with your energy saying uh oh like I what I hear when I check in is I'm about to die like that's what my nervous yeah. system is saying like yeah. imminent threat I'm picturing that movie inside out where yeah. they're all at the board and you know like yeah.
3: the lights is hitting the
1: nuclear button like imminent yeah. destruction yes evacuate immediately the Titanic is going down yeah.
3: so what about if that's our response. So if that is your response, I know it's it's probably frustrating to hear this, but also to do the body check. Yeah. What am I feeling? And this kind of goes to giving yourself permission to feel what you feel. It makes sense that you're feeling what you're feeling. Okay? And then think what is running through my mind right now and is it true and is it helpful
1: yeah i hope you're enjoying our conversation one thing i always long for when we're recording podcasts is that we could do it with you in person and guess what this november there's an opportunity for All of us to be in the same room. Susie, Jennifer, and I are so excited about the first ever KLRC Ladies' Night Out happening in Fayetteville, Arkansas on Saturday, November 4th. We would love to see you there and for you to bring your people too. So come hang out with us in person for a night of encouragement and worship Prizes, all the fun things that we women love when we're together. You can find out more at KLRC.com and get your ticket. And I've been doing some mindfulness work that involves body scans. And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of what you're talking about. It's, so one is that's what I'm calming about. to me is you start literally with your feet and you think about your feet and then your ankles and mm-hmm. then your legs and then your trunk in your shoulders, and your chest, and that roots you in the present moment. And what I found, it enables me to locate the tension as well. Like mm-hmm. I usually hold the anxiety either in my stomach or my shoulders. huh. And when I can breathe deep and calm myself down, I start feeling like light and peaceful in the center of my chest. Mm-hmm. And so even that awareness of saying like, where is this tension right now? Breathe yeah. into it. Take yes. deep breaths into it helps me be rooted in the present moment because sometimes we can't flee with our bodies, but we can always flee with our brains. Yeah. <laughs> so I might still be at the table, but it's getting the rest of me to be there too.
3: Yes, yeah. And and that is a a great description of that, Holly. That mindfulness and seeing where in your body am I, where you're feeling that tension. That's really really valuable, and then. As even as you stay there, what's my body trying to tell me right now? You know, that sensation that you feel in your chest, what's my body trying to tell me right now? And listen.
1: Yeah. And a similar one is, you know, asking, what do I see right now? What do I hear right now? What can I touch? What can I taste? What can I smell? Mm -hmm. So I find that like when I'm in flight, I'm imagining a worst case scenario that isn't the current reality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I can be like, okay. I'm at a table. There's one person across from me disagreeing, but there's five other people that I feel safe and supported by in this that's moment. Really like, that's
2: good. Yeah. I hear
1: my breathing as I figure out what's going on. Like I, you know, taste pie. That's reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and so that's yeah. sort of a backup to okay, where is my body right now? Like how do I bring myself fully into this this moment? Yeah.
2: I think that's really good. And for a pleaser for me, I go just because they disagree doesn't mean there's disliking me. And so that's kind of how I go back to a a healthy place is like you can disagree and it's not about like not liking someone. And then that kind of centers me into where I'm like, okay, I can just be fully me in this and um, not take this personal. Yeah.
0: You know, we talk about loving like Jesus and. When I think about Jesus, he was not someone who just glossed over things or pretended like there wasn't a conflict, but he also didn't engage in fruitless conflicts, which I think is really important because there were times I see Jesus, he's surrounded by people, they're all saying to him, this is what I think you are. This is who I think you are. So prove it to me, you know? and. It, it. I love this verse, and Jesus kept going, mm. and Jesus kept going. I love that. He kept his. He kept his heart and his eyes on the mission that God had for him. Didn't mean that these people weren't valuable. It just means that they saw it differently, and he realized that they weren't going to see it differently in that moment. And then there were also times that he really lingered and listened. So I think that to see the individual to really see them as somebody of value, but also to understand that they may be wrestling. And and I even hate to say that they may be right, guys. They may be right. Mm-hmm. I may be in the wrestling season, you know? And so I received an a email this week from somebody, and she introduced herself by saying, hey, I am someone who used to really not like you. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I love emails (laughs) like this. I need
1: to leave now. I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Holly's out. (laughs) she, She
0: went on to say that I had shared about a topic on Facebook. And that she said, I don't know if you remember me, but I really lashed out at you. Mm. And I'll be honest, I don't remember. I'm glad. It's been a while. (laughs) I don't remember. But she said, I lashed out at you. I told you a lot of these things. And I walked away thinking, you know, I don't like this person. And she Mm. said, it was because you hit a really tender spot for me. And I just, the other day I was walking and I felt the Lord say I needed to apologize to Mm. you. And you Mm -hmm. know what's crazy about that is, is I didn't even remember the incident. But God was doing a sweet something for her. He was yeah. helping her release something that was hurtful to her. Anyway, I wrote back and I wrote this line. I said, first of all, thank you for this. I know it was super brave of you and, and it had to be hard. And this is why I wrote about that topic. It, it's something that is God and I have wrestled through and, and I wanted to share. But I also know that we all look at life differently. So thank you for taking the time to share with me how you see this. Could you do that? I'd love to hear it. Mm -hmm. And she did. She wrote back and she said, okay, I was expecting a response, but not that one.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And so it ended up being a dialogue. And at the end of it, you know, it was, she, she said this, she said, I still see this differently than you do, but I I appreciate you giving me something to think about. And again, Aww. my goal is I not like to that. convince her over to the way I see something about this individual topic. It was I think very brave of her to say I really struggle with this and I think she was hearing all the Titanic stuff Holly mm-hmm. when this came up, but it also made me pause and think, okay, how did I share this? Did I share this in a way that was sensitive? And I went back and I looked and I did, it was gentle, but it was a, it was a thorn for her. It was a trigger for her. So anyway, those things happen. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I had to take a step back and, and look at my own heart, you know, did I have an agenda? Was I, was I pushy? Did I try to do this in the wrong way? Um, no, she was wrestling with this and it had a very strong tie to something that happened to her in her Mm -hmm. own life Mm -hmm. and it was tender. Yeah. So there's not always Richard easy ways. There's not always Mm -hmm. resolution. Sometimes there's just conversations, right?
3: Right, right. This is a theme that I think would be good for us all to kind of keep in mind Mm -hmm. is we can't Control our reaction. The work is done in controlling our reaction to the reaction.
0: Okay. Our response.
1: Our response. Yes. Mm
3: -hmm. And, you know, when someone, we already discussed this, when someone disagrees with us, when there's that conflict, this very thing that we're talking about, you know, Holly responds one way, Jennifer another, Susie another. Mm Okay. Okay. I would encourage you not to think, oh, okay, I'll control that. And I'll never feel that way anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Because your body's going to react. It's going to react. But then the next step is where there's progress, where there's comfort, Mm -hmm. is the reaction to the reaction. Or as you guys said, the response to the reaction.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
3: Even to yourself. Yeah. That's the first step.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's good. And I had a similar experience sues with someone. And I think that helps me to remember all of us are in progress. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I am. I think if you sat me down with my 16 year old self, we would have conflict. Yeah. About spiritual things like, you know, and my 22 year old self and me now, like all of us are in process. Mm -hmm. And so that helps me. And then I think asking, like, what is the heart of God in this situation? Yeah. Because often I find disagreement. Agreements are about the how, even if ultimately we agree about the what. Yeah. Like we are going into an election year. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we are going to have a lot of debate about the how. Mm hmm. You know, on certain things, but ultimately, we may all be trying to figure out what, like, how do we care best for those in need in our society? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we Mm -hmm. can agree on that. We all want to love people well. Yeah. But we can get really disagreement based about the how. So that Mm -hmm. I think can help too. Like, after I get myself to calm down, if that's (laughs) a place I, and actually say something. If I can get to that, what of someone's disagreement with me, it often really helps. Like I hear you saying that people really matter to you. Yeah. They really matter to me, too. Yeah. It sounds like we all want to figure out how to do this in our world today. And there's a lot of different approaches to that. Yeah. You see it like this, I see it like this. What do you think, you know, we could figure out where we benefit from the best of both? Yeah. You know, and so that sometimes is a path that works for me. Yeah, it's really
0: good. And the reason that we're talking about this is not because we have all the answers. As as usual, we are literally, we come to this conversation with no agenda other than to simply talk it out. And so if I hear... If I hear correctly, is that being able to pause, check in with ourselves, see where it's coming from, and then to see the other person on the other side of that as valuable and an image bearer and worthy of, you know, of of care and love and concern, that that gives us a chance to maybe have a conversation that's healing instead of hurtful or to keep going, yeah. to just keep going mm-hmm. and understand that this is not the time. Or the place and that's okay yeah Yeah.
1: i think we check in with ourselves like what's going on then check in with god what's ultimately your heart here and then check in with the other person what really matters to you yeah and how can we we come together even if we disagree about the details
2: sounds good And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.